morning slash evening, everyone. This is probably gonna be uploaded in the evening. We'll see. Um, or not evening, afternoon. Love when I can't, don't even know what I'm saying. Um, but welcome to the first out of a potentially three-part series where I tell my internet journey and my story being online. I don't know if I'm going to upload these back to back to back. I might upload the first couple back to back and then do a space and then do the third part. I don't know. I feel like it make more sense to do three parts all together, but like, I don't want that just to be my whole month's worth of podcasts. We'll see. I literally have not figured this out. I just recorded this episode last night and I'm doing this intro now. So the day of, so love that. Um, um, so part one, I basically talk about the, well, the beginning I just rant like I normally do in these podcasts. Um, and then I talk about how I got started with the internet and kind of where my, um, origin story before even YouTube really sort of started. Um, I do touch base about like my first YouTube video. That's where the episode actually ends. So part two is talking about, um, sort of the first half of my YouTube journey. That's part two. And then part three, I'm going to do the second half of my YouTube journey to current day now, Mackenzie. So part one, basically the beginning, um, before I even discovered YouTube, I also talk about how I discovered YouTube how I got my start, how I, why I do the things that I do, why or why I did the things that I did on YouTube. Sort of all the origin stuff is in this part. So I hope you enjoy it. Um, it's long, it's gonna be a long story. So if you wanna watch it all the way through, shout out to you. Um, yeah, anyways, I hope you guys can get something out of this. I talk about like my story and then what I've learned throughout these years. That's the gist of it. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. So, yeah, today is a new episode. Um, I don't know, I've been like recently struggling <laughs> with the season change and everything. Um, it's just been kind of hard to like be motivated to just do things in general. I feel like everyone kind of gets like, or most people I know, kind of like when the seasons change you start getting like almost like seasonal like depressions or like you're just kind of like sad like more than normal than I am during the summer I feel like mine are like extreme which is not like fun so during this oh that's my phone ignore that um but like in the summer I'm like super happy and positive and just like like just so in such a better place like even when I'm stressed in the summer like it's not like stress stress like I am right now um and it's just kind of hard because I don't like all this stress of senior year and senioritis and feeling like school is pointless because a lot of my classes I literally don't even need to graduate so (laughs) it's just hard and it's been a struggle and it doesn't help that it's getting cold and like I hate the cold and like I don't want to like my mood's already dipping because it's cold and like seasonal and just I just hate I just don't like the season change I don't know I just don't ever understand when people enjoy the cold because like I don't know what kind of demon um you can be to enjoy cold weather uh and be happy during cold weather because I'm not literally it's so bad like my seasonal like depressions and like 
is just so bad. So that's fun. Um, I've just been really overwhelmed lately and it's been hard, especially with college apps. I'm supposed to be finishing an essay right now. I think I'm going to record this podcast, maybe work on my essays a little bit, and then, um, then stream. That's a good idea. I'm actually reinstalling some of my games right now. Um, ooh, also, uh, yesterday on stream, you're not watching this, like, the time is going to be different, but, like, when I'm recording this, yesterday I recorded our stream Stardew Valley for three hours, and it was a lot of fun, and I got, I kind of, like, understand the gist of Stardew Valley now, and I'm really enjoying it, and I kind of want to play it today. Maybe not on stream, but, like, I want to play it. Maybe I will do it on stream, we'll see. I don't know. Um... I just want to do games. I don't know. I'm also looking for new games to play also. I need to finish Life is Strange. Um, I talked about this on stream as well. I bought Life is Strange Season 1 so I could play it before Season 2 came out. Granted, I already watched Life is Strange Season 1 like four, five years ago in 2015. How long is that? That was six years. Oh my god. That was six years ago? Oh wait, no. That doesn't make any sense. Three years ago. Why did I say six? I don't even know. So, three years ago when Life is Strange 1 came out, I watched it on YouTube. I watched, like, some people's Let's Plays, and I fell in love with it. That's, that's honestly how I fell in love with story-driven games and how I found out about them. Because um, it was first Life is Strange for me, and then from there I found out about things like The Walking Dead and um, Detroit Become Human, which I have a whole podcast on. It was actually my previous one. And just, like, all these things. So, it was, um, Life is Strange has a very special place in my heart. So I bought it so I could play it myself because there's like a whole sale. Even though I already knew what happened, like it was like I got it for five dollars on Steam. It was like a huge sale because Life is Strange Two was coming out and it is out now. But at the time, it it was soon to be released. So I'm almost done with Life is Strange One. I'm just stuck on the last episode. There's like this dumb maze part, which is like the nightmare scene. If you know what I'm talking about, you know. Um, so I'm stuck on that, which is really annoying, because it's literally the last part I need to get through so I can finish the game, and then I want to buy Life is Strange 2, and I'm really excited to play that. So, new games I want to play, but I also want to find games I haven't played before that, like, I think will be interesting. Um, I don't know, so that's kind of, like, my, my current, uh, state right now. I've also been watching recently Jack Septicai. He, I mean, he like everyone <laughs> knows about his channel. Like literally, he has like what twelve million subscribers, something insane like that. But um, yeah, literally, I just started watching him. I watched his Detroit Become Human series, and I uh, fell in love. So yeah, I've been liking. I've been watching like different YouTubers and things like that. Um, and I've been trying to, like, getting into different games, so. Yeah, this is kind of what's going on in my life. Uh, Jack's Oh, he has 12, 20 million subscribers. Okay, literally not even, um, not even close. Um, but, talk, speaking about games, today I wanted to share my YouTube story. Um, I really want to have, like, a documented recording of it because I think it'd be interesting to look back and see the timeline of events as well as like my perspective of it like from a 17 year old and I want to talk about I guess some things I've learned from being on YouTube for five years um hold up let me go ahead and I pulled up a 
I made a Google Doc where I have all my podcast ideas. So I'm going to bring that up. I literally don't even have, like, real notes kind of, like, set set down, written down, like, proper notes. I just kind of thought I would just talk and see what happens. I tried recording this episode, like, a long time ago, but, like, it felt kind of, like, too structured and too, um, like, planned, and it just wasn't coming out the way I wanted it to, so I waited some time, and now I think I'm ready, like, I'm just gonna share the story and just talk from memory. So I kind of have, like, general stuff written down. I don't know, we're gonna talk about it, and we're talk about all things related to YouTube and online communities. I'm gonna cover the mo- the more majority, or the main ones that I've been a part of, and sort of how they've influenced my life, and how I've grown up, and how I've been, like, literally raised on the internet. So, yeah, here we go. Probably hear me, like, typing and stuff, and clicking. I didn't realize I wasn't signed into my account, so that's what we're doing. All right, but we're going to go ahead and get started. Oh, one more thing I wanted to say before I get started. Um, I'm recording this on November 10th, 2018, and the elections, the midterm elections were recently, and we, the youth had a 31% turnout which is insane. Like, so many people went out to go vote, and so many of my, like, peers and my friends went to go vote, which makes me so excited. I can't vote yet, because, as I said earlier, I'm 17, but I will be voting in the 2020 election, you best believe, and I'm just really happy to see all my peers, like, go out there and vote. Like, literally, we've had the most peers vote in this 2018 midterm election than we have had uh, in 20 years which is insane to me, and I'm just so proud of my generation for doing that, and we have so many new faces and beautiful women in Congress, and it's like, we did that, like, y'all, we made friggin' history, uh, and I'm just so proud of my people for doing that, because Michelle Obama, Michelle Obama has this, um, initiative, When We All Vote, and she talks about, like, she had, she tried to, like, motivate people to vote, all peoples to vote, um, because when we all vote, change really happens, so you know, we're gonna live in a corrupted government, regardless, a corrupted world, we just have a, a a nation with issues, but so does every other country, but if we work together, we can make it less, um, corrupted, and make it more suitable, and apply to our needs as citizens of this country, and not just the, the, political agenda of the president, so I'm so happy with my, my people for voting, um, recently, November 6th, shout out to y'all, I went ahead and posted on my Snapchat story about the importance of voting, so, yeah, when we all vote, that's really important, um, I just wanted to mention that, and I forgot at the beginning, but, uh, now I'm gonna get started with my YouTube story, I hope you guys enjoy, um, I talked about, I've been a part of, like, a few, a a few, uh, quite a few, uh, internet, slash online, like, communities. So, I think the first major, um, community I was a part of was, like, the virtual worlds. That's kind of where it all started for me. Um, I used to always have app games and, like, that I would play on my iPod Touch. I talked about this in my video called Growing Up in the 21st Century. I touch more about this. I used to have this game called Bakery Story, where basically it's a simulation game where you run a bakery and you, like, make food and stuff like that. But then there was a social interaction where you got to, like, 
write on people's walls. That's what they called it. That's how you like communicated with other people. And that's where I really, that's the first time I really remember having community with other people. Um, so I used to have a bakery story, which is the one that really stood out to me because I literally have met so many like friends and like it was something I did daily. I'd go on bakery story daily and I would actually really develop a connection with these people. A lot of them were like everything ranged from like young people, like kids like my age. I was like eight or whatever when I had this app game and to like adults. I mean, I talked to more of the kids, um, but like, you know, I just talked to everyone and it was a lot of fun. And, um, I really remember being a part of that online community and we used to host events on our walls. I've hosted Bible studies. I used to post daily Bible verses. Like I was just like, I, w- I just love being a part of the community, and I wasn't ashamed of who I was, like, at all. And it was a really nice place to be in life. Um, like, seven, eight years old, just living your life. Um, and I, like, I learned a lot about, uh, well, one of the reasons I really liked the games is because I liked having, like, my own business and things like that. I had all the different app games from that company. So I'd like bakery story, I'd restaurant story, I'd pet shop story, fashion story, farm story. Like I literally had all of them. Bakery story is the one that stood out to me the most, but the first one I actually uh, downloaded was restaurant story. But bakery story is kind of like where the prime started when it came to online communities. And I just really developed a connection with so many people on there. Um, And actually like bakery story was the community was the very first community I was ever a part of. And right after that is when I started my YouTube channel. I remember I actually, when I was leaving Bakery Story, I left a note on my wall and to my um, my friends, my or they called them neighbors on the app, um, about my YouTube channel and, like, how you guys can, like, check it out. Like, my friends on Bakery Story can check it out and stuff like that. So that was, like, literally my first transition from an online community, which, which, which was Bakery Story, um, connecting with people from all across the world. We just always were so supportive and, like, we just loved each other. Like, we just embraced, um, who we were. That's something also I love about, like, childhood and youth is, like, you don't have to apologize for anything. Like, you just exist and you are and you're proud of who you are and what you believe in. And I wish that it was that easy now. Um, and it should be that easy, but it's, it's been a struggle for me lately and just over the past several years since middle school um as one can imagine and um it's it's just a really nice place to be just confident in who you are and just I I like I always took my shots you know like no now they say you miss a hundred percent of shots you can't take with bakery story like I literally I always initiated conversation I always like, never hesitated to tell someone about my faith, or I never hesitated to answer questions, or never hesitated to back someone up when someone was being mean to them. Like, I was just, I was just proud in who I was, and I was just, like, bold in who that girl was, and who that girl still lives in me. Um, and yeah, that's just something I really remember, and that stood out to me a bigger story, and why that's really important to me, and, like, why that's that time in my life It was, like, fourth grade, fifth grade for me. So that was, like, eight to nine years old. Or, like, ten, nine to ten, more like it. Um, And that was just a really, like, good, important time in my life. And um, I really loved 
having that community around me. So that's the main, like, the first main uh, community I was a part of. I, I'm kind of brushing over it a little bit right now because I did talk more about it in my podcast episode called Growing Up in the 21st Century. Um, I don't have, like, a timestamp of when I actually talked about it, but I did talk about it, so I don't know. You can go find that. Um, <laughs> but that transitions me into YouTube, which this is going to make up for the, like, majority, I'm assuming, of this podcast because literally I've been doing YouTube for five years. I recently stopped, um, but I've been, like... I've uploaded videos for five years of my life, and that was through middle school and, like, the majority of high school. So that's, like, the time you're changing and going through puberty and, like, discovering who you are. I did that while simultaneously on the internet, which is a good thing and a bad thing. It's, like, a blessing and a curse. So you literally are able to see me grow up on the internet like I haven't privated any of my videos um or I've privated like a couple but not like because like I was ashamed or anything this just like they're irrelevant now um but yeah the 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 fact that I like grew up on YouTube and grew up on the internet um is interesting and it's something that not everyone can say that they did and like you literally have documentation from like middle school like from when I entered middle school from all the way up to like my junior year of high school I have video documentation of times in my life and something that's really cool about looking back about these videos which even though I did gaming videos and that has nothing to do with um like my I guess my personal life like I know the story behind every video and like when I listen to myself talk like I remember those moments what was going on I remember what my room looked like like what my setup was like it takes and when you just look at the when I look back at my videos the history that I get with every video and then this nostalgia I get personally is like surreal because I know what that time was like and I was so everything in my life was so different then um, so much has changed even within the past year of my life that I look back at old, like a video from a year ago and how I'm so different now and it's just I'm constantly growing and changing and it's just really kind of, it's cool to see it, but also kind of weird because it's like online, but like not, I don't know, I'm more comfortable being myself online than I am like in real life. I think I've talked about this before, hence why I have a podcast. I don't really talk about it in real life. Actually, I don't talk about it in real life. Literally no one knows about it. Like I've talked about it to a couple of my friends, but like I don't, they don't really listen to it. Anyways, friends, it's a whole another uh, podcast, <laughs> but we're not going to get into, but um, I'm going to start off by saying how kind of how I got into YouTube. So how I got into YouTube, um, well, I remember I had an iPod touch fourth generation for those who remember that. Um, basically it's like a, an iPhone, but you can't call. So you're not actually paying like a fee or like not a fee, but like a you're not paying for your phone bill. Like, it's like a phone with all, like, the capabilities of an iPhone, like camera, download apps, but there's no phone bill because there's no calling. And you can text people, but only through iMessage. Like, you can't text people with, like, an Android phone unless you get, like, certain apps, which is what I did. Um, and you don't have data, obviously, because you're not paying for a phone bill. So, iPod Touch, fourth generation, literally the tiniest thing ever. <laughs> When I look at my iPhone 7 and look back at my old, like, technology, I'm like, what was this? Like, this was tiny. Like, why? It was just kind of cool how, seeing how technology has changed over, like, not even that many years. Um, 
But on my iPod Touch, there is this YouTube app that came with the phone. YouTube, it was like a, like a brown kind of old school looking TV that was like the app icon. YouTube was one of those apps that just came with your device. I don't know why they stopped doing that. Probably some sort of connection with Google or whatever. But like, yeah, YouTube came with the app. And then one day I was just on it. And I don't even know how I got there. But I started, I found a Gen X pen video randomly. It was like a, I believe it was like a 10 things to do over summer. Something like, like that. (laughs) Um, She was like 16 at the time which is weird because, like, I'm her age now. And, um, well, I'm 17, but, like, whatever age she was, she was, like, in the middle of high school. Um, and she made, like, a 10 video, 10 things about, like, you can do in the summer video. And I thought it was really funny and really cool, and then I went on a whole big binge, like, watching all of her content and, like, just watching all of her, like, Ask Jen videos and her, like, P.O. Box unboxing and, like, all this, like her content, I just was obsessed with watching. I just thought it was so funny. I thought it was so cool. I really loved it. So that's my first exposure to YouTube was Gen X Pen. She was the very first channel I ever discovered and like subscribed to. And that's when I like discovered that YouTube was like a thing people did like consistently. It wasn't just for like funny cat videos or like, um, you know, things, videos teachers would put up on the board to, you know, teach the class something. Like there was actually people doing YouTube for like entertainment purposes, things like that. So this was back in 2012, um, I want to say. Yeah, so like 2012, because that's when I, that's when I was in fifth grade. That's when, yeah, so 2012. Um, so I discovered her, Gen X Pen, and sometime down the line, I later discovered Steal a Babe 09, which is Meredith Foster now. She is a, um, beauty guru. I found her channel, somehow literally like fell in love with her videos and that's kind of how I started really liking makeup um she had she was also like my age now during that time like 16 17 something like that probably even younger honestly um (laughs) 2000 like 12 um so I really loved her videos too I was like wow that's so cool these like teenagers just like show off like their clothes that they buy like the makeup looks and like show you to wear stuff And I've also, I've always loved fashion. I've always been a fan of clothing ever since I was little. Um, That's actually something I want to pursue, like, now and in the future. I'm really interested in making clothes. Random side note, I'm actually going to make some clothes. I'm planning on doing that soon. Um, I've already made some designs. But, yeah, anyways, uh, fashion has always just been a huge part of my life. Uh, One of my first DS games for my original um, Nintendo DS was, it's called Style Savvy. And literally, you run a fashion boutique and you style patients. And I was obsessed with that. Literally for years, it's the only game I would play. I would play that for hours. I just loved it so much. And I still have it. I need to go find my DS. I know it's in here somewhere. I just need to go find it because I just love that. So anyways, um, I always loved fashion. And then I found Steel of Babel 9 and got really into makeup and thought it was just really cool. And I really loved it. Um, and yeah. It's, like, all I really remember from that sort of time. Um, But then I want to talk about gaming, because gaming is how I transitioned into how I started my YouTube channel and things like that. Because I wasn't going to be the type of person... I knew innately, like... First of all, I never thought about doing YouTube. 
But then when I did think about doing YouTube, I know I didn't want to put my face out there. I was like 12 years old when I started making YouTube channel, or when I started my YouTube channel. It was in 2013. Um, and I was just, I wasn't comfortable putting my face out there for strangers. Like these people and these comedy sketches, like Gen X Pen or the makeup videos and like Steel Video 9. First of all, I didn't even wear makeup when I was 12. But um, yeah, like I know I wasn't gonna do that. So when I discovered gaming videos, that's when I first thought I that's something that I could do. Um, like I said earlier with the virtual worlds, I really loved um, Bakery Story and these random app games where you got to run stuff and like control stuff, like um, run a business and you gotta like, I like the, the simulation games. Same thing with like Style Savvy um, <laughs> for my DS. So I discovered in sometime around 2011, 2012, this channel called Ethos Lab, and I found this game called Minecraft. What a concept. Didn't know Minecraft was popular in 2012. Um, so Minecraft is what really, like, got me obsessed with YouTube. Ethos Lab had this, like, had these videos where he would just, like, play Minecraft. And it's so weird seeing his game now. Because, oh, girl, I need to take some water. I need to drink some water. Excuse me. But, Ethos Lab. Um, it's so weird seeing Minecraft in his old, old videos because it's so different. Well, clearly we're on Minecraft, like, 1.13 now. And these videos were, that I was watching was made in, like, I don't know, like what, one, like Minecraft 1.5, something like that. So I just fell in love with his his Minecraft like Let's Play series. They were just like short little videos. Oh, he has a million subscribers now. That's really cool. Wow, that's really cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, let me actually go see if I can like. I'm gonna go to his channel too and go find him. You can't even see what I'm doing, but. Can I, okay, why is this glitching out? Okay. Well, I'm going to try to get there, but he um, did this Minecraft series. He just showed stuff about the game and, like, how to do, like, mob farms. Like, one of my first videos I remember watching of his was this, like, tr like a creeper trap or something like that where he, like, trapped a creeper with some doors and then also, like, a mob system like, an underground cave system that I thought was really cool, where he sorted mobs, like, in this underground thing. I don't even, I can't even find the the exact video, but I know it's, like, Ethos Lab, Minecraft, you go to his oldest videos, I'm right, th I'm here right now. I just can't find, yeah, it's just called, like, Let's Play Minecraft, episode one, episode four, episode, Yeah. Oh my goodness. This is really cool looking back at his old videos. Um, so, yeah, I fell in love with Ethos Lab, and I, that's how I discovered the game Minecraft. And then uh, later, a little bit later, I found my, my... I was at my friend's house for, like, a sleepover, or, like, I was at her house for something. Um, and I... Uh, she was playing Minecraft, and I was like, oh, wow, that's such a cool game. And she, like, was playing mini games and, like, um, survival games, or hunger games at the time, um, and she was just, like, 
there were so many things you could do in Minecraft. Like, she showed us her survival world, and, like, her, like, she had a, um, like, a minecart going through her nether base, and that was, I thought that that was so cool, and, like, all the stuff she had mined and built and done, um, and then she had, she started playing mini games, and I was like, what, this game is so versatile, so I really love that, and that same friend actually gave me money, like, 24, it was like 20, yeah, like $24 for my birthday later that year to buy my own copy of Minecraft. So that was like in 2012 when I like actually started playing the game. Um, I saw my friend play it. Well, I've, I've seen Ethos Labs videos, saw my friend play it herself. Then she gave me money for my birthday that year, which I'm a guess is 2012. That's my, that's my best, um, assumption. And I bought Minecraft for my birthday later that year. And that is when I started playing Minecraft myself. So um, I've always really loved the game. And I thought that it was really fun. And I actually still play it today. So that's kind of cool (laughs) how they keep the franchise alive. Um, And yeah, so... But for those of you who don't know, I actually did not start my channel off with Minecraft. I started my channel off playing Club Penguin because uh, another thing during, um, another thing that I did during middle school or like during elementary school simultaneously when I was like doing Bakery Story and, um, you know, those random like simulation games, um, I got into Virtual Worlds as well. So like fifth grade for me is when I discovered Club Penguin, which is kind of what kicked off other virtual world games for me. So I was already playing Bakery Story and stuff like that in fourth, fifth grade. And then fifth grade is I also started playing Club Penguin. So like any other kid, I saw other kids playing it. I was actually at a summer or a after school camp um, where I discovered um, we're like, we were like, there was some downtime and this kid was on Club Penguin. He was actually at the fall festival or the festival, the carnival, whatever it's called, um, in game. And he had like a unicycle and that's actually the, my first like memory of ever seeing Club Penguin. I was like, oh, that's so cool. And so I went ahead and went home and made an account and that was in like October, 2011. So a lot of stuff happened in 2011. Like I bought Minecraft uh, maybe Minecraft, may, Minecraft might have been the year after, actually, now that I think about it. But fifth grade, but point is, fifth grade, sixth grade is kind of when the Club Penguin Minecraft thing, like, existed for me. Um, so, there you go. Um, <laughs> I definitely, so I definitely, uh, like, that time in my life was really significant when it came to internet, sort of, like, content and things like that. As I mentioned earlier, when I discovered Ethos Lab and I thought it was really cool, that was kind of the first time I sort of realized that I could make these videos sort of myself. Because one, it had nothing to do with me. It was everything to do with the game. But it's something that I could make and do that was like mine, but it had nothing to do with my face. It had something to do with something I already loved. And um, that's kind of like how it got started. Um, And the, the the details here kind of get blurred together. Like, I just remember bits and pieces. This is, like, so long ago. I mean, like, five years ago. But, like, I don't, like, I'm not paying attention to these fine details, like, 
over the next over the past you know like five years i didn't know that these events were really gonna matter i just kind of remember key things that's happened during that time period of my life um uh because ethos lab was an influence but for minecraft specifically but i think what really sparked me for making club penguin videos and seeing how that's an option is think noodles so think noodles he still makes videos i think he makes like roblox videos now i'm gonna actually go to youtube and like you know pretend i know what i'm talking about (laughs) hold on why does youtube or why does google have google news i've never seen that before okay (laughs) i feel like that's new but uh think noodles he was a club penguin channel he's like a grown he's a grown man but he made like he's always made youtube videos that are family friendly content and he made videos with for um um club penguin that, that those were his like that's where i found out about him and where like a lot of the community found out about him uh was his club penguin videos and he had um let me go ahead and sort his videos by the oldest uh that's where i found out about that like people did this it was like a grown man doing this but like i didn't think anything of it really he did like uh walkthroughs and stuff like that and like just all different types of like videos involving like the cheats and the walkthroughs and tutorials involving club penguin he did other games too like pop tropica and then and that eventually went into uh, Minecraft, etc. with Grazer. You may or may not know what that is, depending how long you've been here, but <laughs> you've been around. Because people who know me back in the day, they, they all recognize these names. But if you have it, you probably know what I'm talking about. But know the Think Doodles, he did a lot of Club Penguin videos, but like tutorials for like parties and like different cheats and codes and stuff like that. Um, this family friendly content, thought it was cool, and just that was one of the first exposures and one of the first club penguin channels i specifically remember subscribing to um but we're gonna backtrack or not backtrack but we're gonna progress a little bit more and the actual person i remember influencing me to really make the jump into creating the channel was the smaller channel i found called that mystery cp uh if you actually search her up i don't think i don't think her videos are actually public now let me go to YouTube dot, or let me put this in a new tab because I have Think Noodles up. I was actually on. He had this. He had this ongoing series for a very long time called Ask Think, where it's like a weekly. It was a weekly Q and A series, um, but that changed. <laughs> um, it became like monthly, and now he like barely does it. But um, I do know that um I was I was in one of his videos one of his uh what is it called one of his like what my question got featured in one of his like ask think episodes and I thought that was really cool that was like in 2014 that's that's much later um well not much later but yeah okay so that mystery cp that is the channel she made like these uh we called them drama series for club penguin like basically each she would have she was signed as multiple different penguins and she would create like a story like a script and have the penguins sort of acted out like it was a movie and then you'd edit it and put music on top of it 
Um, it'll be like a series. So you'd have like, I remember her, one of the series I first remembered watching was like a CP love story, a Club Penguin love story. If I say CP, I mean Club Penguin. That's what we called it. Um, it was literally called a Club Penguin love story. And I thought that was so cool. And she did these drama series. It's kind of almost like a Sims 4 machinima. Think about it like that, but in Club Penguin. So, like, the, the Club Penguin, the Penguins, we controlled all of them. And, like, you would create a scene. And it was, like, making a movie in Club Penguin. That is, so, that Mystery CP is the first channel I discovered that actually did that specific thing. So, like, I found Ethos Lab, found out about Minecraft, found Think Noodles, found out that, um club penguin like channels actually exist and then later down the line found that mystery cp um where she did like these um these like drama series and things like that on club penguin and um yeah that's where i really noticed that like regular people did youtube as well so I knew about, like, the, the famous people, like, Think Doodles, who's, like, a celebrity to us at the time, um, but I didn't realize that, like, just normal people just did that, too. So, yeah, that is, um, what pushed me to actually, like, um, to actually go, like, make my own videos, make my own channel. That Mystery CP is actually the person who helped me get started. Uh, she made an icon for me, throwback when we were all young and innocent, didn't pay for anything. We just helped each other out because we needed help. Um, so I, um, so I got an icon from her. She helped me out with, like, just basic channel stuff, how to get started. And that is when I created my YouTube channel. I'm actually gonna try to go pull up my um, private message with her uh, where I asked the question about like, throwback to when YouTube private messaging was a thing because literally does that even exist anymore? Um, I hope YouTube didn't delete it. They shouldn't. Because I want to have these receipts. I have so many private messages. I think I've, I've been to this site. Like, I've found them before. It's just somewhere, like, in a weird place. I'm going to pause, and I'm going to be right back. And I'll read it to you if I can find it. Okay, so I just looked into it. And apparently, YouTube decided to remove that feature literally July 2018. So, that's great. But, <laughs> I basically, I messaged her. I wish I would have had it, because, like... I don't think it'd be cool to see what I had said in 2012 and, or 2013 when I was 12. So I basically asked like, hey, I love your content. Like, yo, can you, I really want to start a channel. What do you recommend I do? Blah, blah, blah. And so she basically helped me. She made an icon for me. And then I decided to make my own channel art, which is stunning. She told me the program she uses or something like that called paint.net or somehow found about it. I'm just assuming that she told me about it because I don't know how else I would have discovered paint.net. It's free. It's lovely. Literally have been using paint.net since 2013 all the way up to I want to say like last year when I bought Photoshop. Not even last year, like earlier this year. Earlier 2018. I've been using paint.net for like several years. So it is wonderful. All my, like, literally every single, like, thumbnail you see on YouTube, on my YouTube channel, Smoothie Place, um, <laughs> is, was made with paint on it. So, like, you can do stuff with it. <laughs> um, it's great. You don't need Photoshop or any fancy stuff to, like, get started on YouTube or to make good content whatsoever. Um, 
But yeah, so I started using um, Paint.net. I'm I'm just assuming that she told me about Windows Movie Maker. Maybe I discovered it myself. I'm not too sure. Um, but I started editing using Movie Maker. I made my own channel art using Paint.net. It was wonderful. Um, <laughs> my wonderful, I mean terrible. Um, maybe I'll put in... What time is this? This is like, I'm like 37 minutes in. I'll put maybe in the video version. Um, I'll put a timestamp for myself. I'm just write it down in my notes app to put in my actual first channel art and icon if I can find it. I should be able to find it. It should be on Google Plus. It's what that's the one good thing that happened about Google Plus. Ooh, we gonna get to that when we get to 2014. Can I just sort this by oldest to newest? Can I just um let's see. Google account. Oh god, I don't wanna do this. I don't wanna secure my security. Okay, oh my god. Let me just put, like, I'm just put, like, 40 minutes in. Insert. Um, what is it? First channel art and icon. See, I just don't want to edit these videos or these podcasts, so I just leave in everything. I just kind of talk through everything. So, podcast episode 13 edits. There we go. Oh, I can't spell. That's a problem. Edits, not Edith. Okay, there we go. The 40 minutes insert, first channel art and icon. So I definitely have the channel art, like, somewhere here. Um, let's go to my Google Plus profile. Uh, it, okay, you can't, so I don't know if you can sort it from oldest to newest. I'm not seeing anything just right off the bat. Um... There's a section called My Influence. I have zero followers. <laughs> okay, but um, it'll I'll find it, and I'll put it up for you guys on the YouTube version of this podcast. Uh, so, essentially, um, I got started that way. Literally, that's another reason I kind of think about um, shooting your shot. How, like, when I was younger, I was a lot more bold and, like, willing to... Um, I was a lot more bold and willing just to, like, just do things. Like, literally, I just really loved, um, I really loved, uh, this person's content. And I just asked her and just shot my shot. Shoot your shot, you know? She was just young. She was being really nice about it. And she was really nice back. And it's something I really wish I would just be more confident in myself for doing now. Um... I have been doing it a little bit, asking people I admire and, like, just telling them, uh, commenting, like, even now, like, the best, the closest example I can think of is, I didn't used to comment on pictures, and now, like, and, like, on Instagram, which maybe doesn't seem like a big deal, but, like, honestly, I just don't put, like, my, my self out there anymore, um, and now, like, recently, I've been commenting on a lot of pictures of, like, influencers I like, meaning, like, bloggers and, like, YouTubers and motivational speakers. Like, I've just been commenting, saying my opinions, giving my thoughts, giving my views, literally using social media, like, for more good things and, like, what it's used for was for communication, not for, you know, um, you know, bashing each other down or, like, Instagram is more than just, like, showing off what you did. Like, you can use it for a lot more things. And I've been doing that recently and I've been getting a lot of responses from, like, people I look up to, like, bloggers. Also, recently, I've mentioned this in my 
a couple podcasts ago, Angie Thomas, who wrote The Hate You Give, one of my favorite books, like, in life. Literally, I wrote my college essay about that. Um, <laughs> um, uh, she liked my one of my Instagram, like, one of my comments on her pictures. And it's just really cool how, like, if you literally, like, you just be yourself and do you and people will like it. Like, <laughs> it's just, it's just really cool. And another thing, I guess, since I'm already on the topic of this, is, like, how I just haven't been as confident as I was when I was younger. Uh, which, I don't know, maybe it's, uh, it's not good. Maybe, I was gonna say, maybe that's kind of, like, counterintuitive. You, like, try to get more confident as you age. That's my stage right now and it's been kind of a rough path. But, like, even things like Instagram, like, I don't post, I never post pictures of myself on Instagram. And honestly, it's just because, I don't know, I just don't feel that great about myself. Um, I, you know, I've talked about this a lot. I have issues with self-esteem. But, like, and I'm working towards getting better and, like, um, I'm putting myself out there. But it's hard. It's a lot, it's a lot harder. Especially when you're just, like, you know, you get comments and, like, body conscious and just it's, it's a lot of stuff, but it's been a journey, and, like, even seeing my old Instagram pictures, where literally they're all, like, with my family, and, like, me, and, like, me, like, I was just not ashamed, or at least not as ashamed now that I am, and it's just, it's hard. (laughs) I'm not gonna try to sugarcoat it, but that can be a whole video of another time, but that's not for today because I actually want to give you guys useful advice but it is something that I have noticed something that I'm learning is to get back to that girl who is just who just shot shoot shot her shot that makes sense I've grown in a lot of other ways like I'm a lot more confident I'm a lot more like I talk a lot more I'm louder like I project my voice a lot more not a lot but like I'm still a quiet person like an introverted person but I'm less quiet as I was when in middle school or like that age. So I have grown a lot, but then there's also some other areas where it's like, I wish I was still my youthful self. So not to sound like counterintuitive, like I'm going backwards as I go as I age, but like there are things that I do miss about being young. <laughs> and, but there also are, and, and I'm still young, but being like middle school age where I was then and then compared to where I am now. So, um, yeah, but no, I have grown, so don't get that twisted. Um, so, where was I even in the story? I was talking about Club Penguin making my channel, um, I was gonna put my, my first channel banner art up on the screen once I find it. Like, I have to go search for it, uh, but it's somewhere stored in the YouTube cloud. Um, I'm gonna take a sip of my water real fast. But, yeah, so... That's kind of how what I got, uh, how I all got started. Um, I started making Clopenga videos. I remember it was the summer. I want to see the summer going into seventh grade because it was May 2013. I entered middle school in like September 2012. So 2012 to 2013. Oh, okay, I see. So it was the end of sixth grade. May 2013 for me would have been the end of sixth grade. Like, uh, there's a couple months left of school. And then it was summer break. And then I would would have went into seventh grade. So the summer of sixth grade is when I started my YouTube channel. May 2013. It was actually May 18th, 2013. Um, Oh, I closed my email. Shouldn't have done that. Um, 
I wanted to show you guys some dates. Hold on. Um, can I just like sort my emails by like oldest to newest? Like, can you do that? <laughs> I mean, that like, I don't know why. It, like that, that would just be helpful for things like this when you're trying to get history. Um, let's see. Let me just go. I'm gonna just go back to the dates I did write down as I did like do small research. Um, created okay. So I created my YouTube channel on May 18th, 2013, named Club Penguin Dick 24. That's literally my, that's my channel name. Uh, you you can also find me by going to youtube.com slash smoothieplays. I officially, like, I got that URL. So, I am youtube.com slash smoothieplays, but then I'm also addict 24 If you search either or, I will come up. So, yeah. Oh, and another good point I also wrote down, I should talk about. Um, uh, the reason I started making YouTube videos, or the reason I, like, that's, kickstarted obviously was that that girl um that mystery cp her name's actually jasmine shout out to you you the realist um probably wouldn't be here without you honestly and um but um i got on the honor roll i remember in sixth grade for like the first semester of school i got like all a's or something the last time literally had all a's so um yeah, got all A's, and then my dad decided as a gift he would get me my own laptop. So I just got some, like, cheap, like, $300 laptop. Very, like, very fortunate I got that. There is no reason he had to do that for me. Literally didn't even ask for it, but he got it for me. And honestly, that is the reason I contacted all these people was because I had my own laptop. So, like, I was able to make my own videos, and that is the whole reason I'm able to want to major in film today and how I know so much about like editing today is literally because of that laptop that $300 Samsung laptop my dad bought me for being on the honor roll so do your homework kids that'll maybe get you a laptop I don't know depends on your family <laughs> um literally don't do homework like ever now I do it so last minute it's really bad anyways um, got the laptop, contacted that mystery CP, started making videos, um, using Windows Movie Maker. Um, uh, my brother taught me a lot about, uh, like, how to g download stuff off of YouTube, like, download songs and stuff, and I thought, I remember thinking that that was so cool, like, I thought he would, like, knew so much stuff. I'm like, wow, my brother, he's so cool, man. He, like, taught me how to, like, illegally download music, you know, because <laughs> that's not really loud. And I discovered, like, royalty-free music and what copyright was. And I learned everything. Like, I had to teach myself everything. But I definitely learned, like, everything. Um, let me go back to my channel. Um, I actually want to go see, like, if I have a video that's, like, welcome. Or, a, that's, like, an email that's, like, welcome to YouTube. I probably do. I want to go check my Gmail as well. I'm on my YouTube channel right now. So, yeah. Um, let's go to my Gmail first. So, we're going to search, like, YouTube. But, like, that's going to be really general because all my, all my emails are about YouTube. Oh, God. I have a hundred. Oh, it's telling me all these people that, oh, that this is going to be a long time. All these emails I'm seeing are people that subscribe to me on YouTube. Um, 
200 of many. Uh, whoops. That is, that is a lot of people. Wow, that is so many people. Oh, that's so weird. Because right now, today, I have 1,500 subscribers. Oh, it's so weird to see. Oh, that yeah, that's really weird to see, like, all of the names pop up. That's, like, people you've subscribed to. That's insane. <laughs> that it really is crazy. Okay, maybe I should have gone to look for this email first. But I didn't think about that. It's fine. I like these sort of videos where they're kind of, like, are these podcasts where they're sort of uncut. Like, the the editing stuff is, like, is fun, too. Um, like, the edited podcasts and stuff are good, too. I just prefer this type. One, it's easier. Two, it seems more personal. Like, I just talk and just, like, yeah. Oh, my God. I'm looking at all of my, like, weird stuff that, like, I used to watch. Not weird, but it's, like, what I was into. And all, like, my messages. Sent you a message. Ooh. Congrats, your video's now on YouTube. Hold on, let me... <gasps> Did I get my... Oh, no. I was about to go to my inbox, but no, I can't get to the inbox. I thought I found, like, a loop around. Not the link. Or the, the link to the inbox, but I guess they just got rid of it altogether. Okay. Um. Let's see. Where are we now? We're in 2013 now. Okay, so we're gonna find the beginning of my channel pretty soon. Because I started in, wait, January, February, March, April, May, that's five, that's the, I look for five, 2013, ooh, that's cool, I found this email, it's like, more information needed to consider your video monetization request, oh, I, oh, I try to see if I can make money, <laughs> YouTube so still kind of, like, low-key owes me money, because I get views every single day, and I used to have my videos monetized, but then, when YouTube changed it, like, I did that very, like, recently, and then when YouTube changed the thing, like, changed the way that their monetization work, I never got my first paycheck, and I have so much money on my AdSense that I feel like I should be paid for, because I literally worked so hard in those videos, and I literally was so close to my first paycheck and never got it, because YouTube decided to change their system. Alright, anyways, I found the first video. <laughs> it says, Welcome to the YouTube community. By signing into your Google account, you're also signed into YouTube. You will be able to interact with everyone on YouTube and get a personalized recommendations for cool videos to watch. So you can subscribe to channels, run or purchase top Hollywood movies. Oh, save videos to watch later. Get recommendations based on what you've watched. Connect, share videos with you like on Facebook, Twitter, and more. Watch private videos from family and friends. Happy YouTubing. I didn't know that you could watch private family and friends videos, like, just with an account. I just, yeah. Like, I know, like, unlisted stuff, but, like, anyone can kind of see that. What is this video? By the way, that's my dad leaving the, the, or my, not my dad, my dog. What did I just say? Why did I say my dad? My dog leaving the room. What is this weird video YouTube just sent me? It's called YouTube 101 Subscriptions. Okay, I'm, I'm not going to watch that. Okay. I remember when I made my YouTube channel, though. Literally, I was with my, like, parents. So I was like, hey, can I make videos on Club Penguin? And I, like, convinced them. And they're like, sure. And so, <laughs> um, 
Uh, they let me create a channel. I actually, like, my mom, like, put in her information. So, literally, I'm, like, my mom's age, technically, on my YouTube channel because I was too young. I was 12. Obviously, I was not old enough to have a YouTube channel. So, like, I have all my mom's information literally still technically as my, like, like, my demographics, which is kind of weird, but it's fine. My first subscription was myself. Love that. Like, on my other channel where I discovered all the other people. <laughs> That's kind of funny. Um, let's see. What was popular in 2013? Oh, look, okay, this is my first email. This one, my first video was up. Congrats. Your first ever video is on YouTube. This is actually an interesting story. So, my first video I ever made was June 7th, 2013. It's called My Channel Trailer. This is when YouTube just introduced, like, a whole new format of YouTube where it was, like, a channel banner now as opposed to, like, a full channel art. And it was also, you had you had the ability to turn on channel trailers. And a lot of people were doing them. So I, like, came into YouTube right when this whole transition was happening from, like, 2012 to 2013. The layout of YouTube was completely changing. So um, I just created a channel trailer... And I deleted it, so I literally can't even see it. Um, but <laughs> that original video was uploaded on twenty um, June seventh, twenty thirteen, and I deleted it. And then my first video that's actually on, like my first video, the one you go to my channel, that's still public, was uploaded the next day. I just looked Saturday, June eighth. It's called Club Penguin Treasure Box Codes. That is still exists, so you can go look that up. But that's funny. I'm like, okay, this video, my channel trailer sucks, so I'm going to delete it and do another video the, ne the next day. And then the day after, or two days after, June 10th, 2013, I started the trailer for my new Club Penguin drama series called Washed Away, which was, um, which was my first drama series. Um on YouTube, because I said before, I was, I really, I found out about YouTube drama series, and thought it was really cool, um, and then, also on June 10th, wow, so on June 10th, at 4.58 p.m., I uploaded the Washed Away trailer, and then June 10th, at 10.56 p.m., girl, go to sleep, <laughs> I was 12, go to bed, um, and that was my second channel trailer, Okay, hopefully you got the timeline. June 7th, uploaded the first video, deleted it. June 8th, uploaded Club Penguin Treasure Box Codes, the first official video that's still here. Um, that's, or that's still up. Then June 10th, uploaded my Club Penguin drama trailer video in my second officially channel trailer. Anyways, that was cool. What is this? This is cool. Okay. I'm finding a lot of really cool stuff. I just went literally back to my very first email. That's awesome. That is really cool. And seeing, like, all the channels we used to watch then, and, like, half half of these videos don't even exist anymore. These channels don't even exist. Okay. Uh, but I'm going to go ahead and end this podcast episode right about here. I'm going to call this part one of my internet journey. I had a feeling I wasn't going to be able to fit the whole thing into one podcast episode. Uh, so we're going to end it here for right now. Um, I'll do a, a part two. Um, I'm just probably going to upload these back to back because keep it consecutive this way. Also, I'll have two episodes for two weeks. Wow, look at me go. 
I'm getting better with uploading consistently. I didn't upload last week, but it's fine. Um, but yeah, I'm end this off right here. Uh, this is part one of my YouTube journey. There's still a lot more I want to talk about, but I hope you guys like learned something from this. What is the moral of the story? Um, shoot your shot. A. Be bold. Be confident in who you are. Because you only got one body and you're the only person that you're going to be. So might as well be the best version of yourself that you're going to be. And embrace you, your flaws, and everything. Um, you need help. Oh, yeah. You got a friend in me. Shoot your shot. Make friends. Like, make that initiative. Like, make stuff happen for yourself. Um, yeah. I think that's that's kind of what I've learned so far in this story. It's just be yourself. Like, shoot your shot. Be friendly. Don't be ashamed of who you are. And just do things you want to do. Try new things. I know nothing about making videos. I just did it one day. So, and I'm going to get more into that next time in part two. When I talk about my, when I started getting into YouTube and my journey 2013 forward. June 2013 forward. So, yeah. Thank you guys so much for watching this episode. Uh, if you have your own story you want to share with me, be sure to hit up my email, thepassionatefruitpodcast at gmail.com. would love to hear your feedback. You can also leave a review if you're listening, listening on Apple Podcasts or Google Play Store or SoundCloud. Um, some changes to SoundCloud might be coming soon. I'm not sure. If, I, uh, if something does end up happening, I will tweet about it so you know you can follow me on twitter as well passion fruit pod the owen pod is a zero you will get notifications every single time i upload a new podcast episode but you can also just turn on your notifications for your your podcast app that works too um yeah thank you guys so much for watching and i will see you guys in part two